0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast. And uh, before we get started, I must apologize for my tardiness, but i think, thinking probably a podcasting first. Um, the reason we're late is because I locked myself. Well, I didn't lock myself out of my own house. I think I've broken the lock in the front door of my house, put it that way. So, uh, um, yeah, that's going to be another thing I have to tackle later on. But before we do that, we're going to tackle a preview show. For Southampton versus Aston Villa. game I'm really looking forward to Paddy. Friday Night Lights, we've been speaking about this. I was actually tying when the, when the fixture list came out. I was tying with the idea of maybe going to this game. Um, I think it's going to be an absolute rip-roar. I think Villa are going to put on a good good performance tomorrow. I've nothing to base that on, other than the fact that I've missed Aston Villa over the last week.
1: Um, I haven't, I haven't missed a heavy heart after a, a shit performance. But uh, yeah, I've missed I've missed football last weekend. Um, normally, at, at this stage of the season, when when you don't have football, you have some kind of international or European games to to tickle your fancy. But there's there's been nothing really, you know. It's just been a bit of a quiet week. Um, not much to talk about in the in the presser today. Um, just bigging up the team and bigging up the players. We've but we've. Uh,
0: a lot of worries. Have we got a goalkeeper? <laughs> oh, we will. We've a goalkeeper. All right. Others, uh, it's just dodgy chowder. it will be fine tomorrow. Mm. Be grand. Well, Jared says Jared maintains he's going to play. So I think of all the places you could play and have a cheeky wee, and this is probably in goals if you needed to. As, as, <laughs> as long as it's only a wee. <laughs> Look, Adam's nappies as, are there. As long as he doesn't have to do a Gary
1: Lineker. Nobody wants to see that. Like,
0: yeah, nobody. There's wants a lot to more, see more that. cameras around these days. <laughs> Look, I think fully grown men can hold it for 45 minutes anyway, or 47 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Just don't get injured yeah. and we'll be okay. Our be if, I, if anyone's injured.
1: got to get away with it, it's him because he has
0: the darker shorts. So Exactly. Sure. <laughs> Exactly, adult diapers all around. Exactly, bit of a modium, bit of a modium. Says uh, says David Styles. And uh, no, a in our chat group said something else that I can't can't quite pronou- uh, put out there. All right, about what his what his w- words would be before <laughs> out in the field, but I'm not going to put out there. But guys, we do look. I suppose first of all, let's start off with the with the um, press conference this morning. Um, bit of news, obviously. There there seems to be something going around the the dressing room. Well, when I say that our goalkeeper and our what I would presume would be our starting striker and Ali Watkins are both uh, under the weather at the moment. But then it was really weird because they posted a picture of Ali Watkins training. Then afterwards, now whether that was just state-sponsored propaganda or whether it was uh, or whatever it was, I'm not quite sure. Well, he, did, he a, did say he Ollie was did. Watkins
1: was earlier in the week. It was he wasn't the fresh one. It yeah. was, he he was recovered, recovering, but he went back training, but. Uh, Emmy Martinez only happened to him this morning by all accounts are overnight so maybe he just needs to get more sleep
0: <laughs> maybe so maybe so God I can relate to that God I can relate to that as well but we I, I think there's look I I think for, for this game um, I think the team it's sad to say in, in, in a way with all the options we have or sorry it's it's not sad to say it's completely different to, to say the complete opposite to that it's great to say with all the options we have should I say that um, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of, I, I and I said this in the villa view yesterday. I, I'm kind of on the on the boat whereby I think I keep the team the same way it is, but at the same time, there's a there's like there's about twenty five percent of me is saying if we get Coutinho to play against Southampton last year, I think it'll make me feel like a child in a, in a sweet shop again because we need a performance out of Coutinho and potentially potentially, it, well, it's all, it always could be his next game. And I know that, the, 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 you know, when it's going to be his next good game. But I think he's going to have one at some time. But I think we'll be looking forward to the team sheet tantrum tomorrow is kind of what I'm getting at.
1: Um, I don't know whether I'm looking forward to it or not. I, like I think it'll be a tantrum. I think there'll be. I think no matter what he does, people are going to complain. Mm-hmm. If he sets himself up the, state, the same way, there's going to be people complaining. If he leaves out Buendia, there's going to be people complaining. If he leaves out Coutinho, there's going to be people complaining. So, look... As you, as you say, th- th- this Friday night lights is is a big deal. It pisses me off because I can't go to them because I've got to work and holidays are at a premium. So we, we, we have to mind them. Um. Also, these Sunday games are a pain in the arse and I can't go to them because getting home at two o'clock in the morning from, from Villa Park is not ideal. And uh, yeah, so I'm craving a Saturday kickoff that we can go and enjoy a few drinks and stay over and... Come back at my leisure on the Sunday, so yeah. Friday nights not good for us. Um, plus, I'm probably going to miss the team sheet tantrum with work commitment. So, uh,
0: yeah, what can you do? What can you do is right. What can you do? We, we we give you a night off? It's alright. It's alright, Paddy. As uh, John Steele said, there was a John. Very good of you. That- <laughs> <laughs> was it uh, somebody was saying saying there that we were just uh, yeah it was John said don't worry they'll be long short and is just going through the finer points of Paddy's contract extension exactly yeah yeah he only signed one a couple of weeks ago and now he's looking for another contract extension well, John extension, I, 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 I think around
1: I think somebody else's contract is in trouble here because we, we've had numerous <laughs> solicitors letter from the, letters from the people of Dundalk complaining that, uh, that. <laughs> no the people of Dundalk are complaining because you kept claiming that Steve Staunton was from Drogheda when he's, in fact, from Dundalk. Was he not born in to, Drogheda? I wasn't going to pull you up on it, but Steve Staunton spent his life in Dundalk.
0: Steve Staunton was born in Drogheda. So that's where the hospital is. That's where the maternity no, hospital is. He wasn't He wasn't even born in Drogheda. He was born in Dundalk as well. There you go. And I wasn't going to pull you up
1: the first time you did it. That's and fine. Then whatever, I, whatever way the conversation went, I couldn't pull you up the second time because... Yeah. And it, the amount of messages I got from people going, "Why didn't you pull him up on it? Did you not know he was from Dundalk?" And I went, "Yeah, I did know, but I just couldn't. It was gone ah,
0: too far. I, <laughs> I might as well just defend both towns. They're both the same place, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> uh, never oh, been, never oh, been yeah. to either. they the <laughs> <laughs> I what said. The people of people of Dundalk, I love you. Okay, <laughs> do not, uh, do not think I don't love you for one second. You've got a mighty fine football, footballing town. Two, two mighty fine footballing towns, I might say. Um, for Ireland's smallest county and to have two real top level football teams come out of there is uh, some like I, I'm from Limerick and OK, Treaty United are 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 doing OK in the first division, but we've had more football team names than, uh, <laughs> than Prince did when he was alive and he was uh, he was performing. So, uh, you know, for you guys to be able to keep two teams afloat there in the smallest county in Ireland, that is some kudos. And see, Paddy, I told you I'd bring my way back in there. I told you it be my way back here, yeah. but this is neither neither here nor there. This is not Southampton. This is not Aston Villa, and that's what we're here to talk about. Paddy, big question for you: Does Den Donker start? Um, I think he might.
1: I I think I think he'll play him and Kamara tomorrow. Um, I think we will look at a 4-2-3-1 tomorrow, whatever whatever that may mean. Um, if it's if it's Watkins, if it's if it's Ings, and then the three guys in behind them, I think. Tomorrow is the perfect time for it. I think they're not the force they once were. The two new centre halves, there's people there to be got at, and uh, I I think it's the perfect time for it. And you know, it'll it'll keep our shop tight and allow those front four to hopefully have a field day like they did last time we played them.
0: Um, yeah, I th- I think it's I uh, I don't know will really he blame, but I think he sees game time for sure. I think he sees game for time for sure, and I don't know will he play him because I think I think he's going to be looking after his job. I said this in the Villa and the Villa View. I think Stephen Jarrett knows he's not out of the woods. Obviously, a, a look, let's call it a point, no one ever expected getting in City is good when you're accumulating points against teams they should beat. He needs, he knows, to go out here, and this is a must not lose game. He can't afford to lose games between now and the World Cup because, regardless of what everybody says about himself and Christian Perslow being bosom and buddies, and look, that that probably is the case. He will get sacked before the World Cup because we have a full month to bring in somebody, and we're not going we're like we're going to have some players at the World Cup, but we'll have a full month or six weeks to be able to bring somebody in there to to implement our plans. So, like the club would be absolutely, there would be lunatics. If they were thinking of sacking somebody, if any club was thinking of sacking somebody, you'd be a lunatic not to do it in this current season prior to the World Cup. It'd be absolutely mental because you have a guilt-edged opportunity to re-kickstart your season, coming back specifically for a club like Aston Villa. Yes, we'll have, I, I I forgot, I I don't know how many players exactly we'll have at the World Cup. I think it's something like six. But if you got somebody in there, they would still be able to work with a lot of the players that aren't going to the mm-hmm. World Cup during that period of time as well. So I think it would be absolute lunacy for anybody who's thinking, not just Aston Villa, anybody who's thinking, not to take this opportunity to come back stronger um, after that World Cup break. But look, we hope, we're I, I actually, I, I personally hope, I don't, as I've said before, I don't care who's in the dugout. I just want us to win games. I hope we win the next six games in a row and we don't have to be worrying about management because it's a worry. It's, it's, it's something that I want to see good performance on the field. Like my my motto from here on in, regardless of who the hell is playing or who the hell is in the dugout, is just go out and win, please. That's really what my motto is, and I think we're probably all at that stage now as well. Well,
1: we need we need to get it. We need to. I know it's only middle of September and we missed already around the matches, but we need to be pushing up that table. We we don't need to be looking over our shoulders. We're we're a much better team than that, so. I firmly believe that if we play with the intensity we did against Manchester City there'll be very few teams outside the top 6 that will have be able to cope with us at all. Yeah. So you know, he's shown he can do it. He needs to show he can get them up for every game. If you can get them up for Man City, you have to get them up for the Southampton's of the world. It's it's time to go and, and show that he is the manager we want him to be. We need points on the board, we need goals, we need players playing to their 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 full potential. Um, you know, I lick my lips thinking about the fact that we could look at Leon Bailey, Buendia, um, Coutinho in behind Danny Ings tomorrow night or Ollie Watkins. I think that would be amazing. I think I think that's a front forward that will cause absolute carnage in that new enough defence that uh, Southampton
0: have. Um. And that's, that's worth mentioning as well. Yes, while it isn't new enough, the guy that they've brought in has just been caught up to the German squad. 10 million signing mm-hmm. from Bochum, I think it was. Um, better Bela Kochup, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but uh, he looks a real player in the early part of the season. Like, literally, he performed so well in his first two games that Bednarak was sat down, you know, and, and that's not a slight on Benrack at all because I think they're two completely different players. And... And uh, I think they've realized that Kyle Walker-Peters is just not going to defend ever, ever again. And they've, they've decided that they're more or less going to play that back three when, whereby the three shuffle across when Kyle Peters goes forward. And that's okay, too. You know, that's okay, yeah. too. It's not as, A lot of people say uh, X-Player was dropped. Well, maybe it, was, it is. And, and I, I've gone and watched a good bit of Baden-Rak over, over the last 12 months. When I say that, I've watched maybe about six or seven games. And he was doing donkey work in a back two like we play. Um, but they didn't have, like, they they, they didn't have Abubakar Kamara like we do know, or a Dendonker. And while I don't think Dendonker is going to start, I think that, uh, Douglas Louise is going to start. And I think we're going to play two two, uh, two pivots. And they're going to play two pivots, but their two pivots are going to be James Ward-Post and Ashley Mayton and Niles. And that's a problem for them in itself. While two good, very good footballers and two very good progressors are the ball. I think it's a problem because... I I I think it's a problem because I think Leon Bailey can get in around them. I think Jacob Ramsey can get around them, but I also think that could be an opportunity where he does go and play a Coutinho to get in around those guys, like he did last season, albeit that Maitland-Niles wasn't there and it was Oriol Romeo in his place. Hmm. So they're not very defensive. War pros were pros and Maitland-Niles they do play in that that shadow, in that. Maybe it might be Maitland-Niles, but it, it, it could be someone else. But they they do play that those two players in front of the back four. And neither of those two, like, I wouldn't be putting my money on either of the two of those turning into Nicky Butt or David Batty overnight, like.
1: No, absolutely not. I think there's a, I think there's a great scope here for us to, to put some scores on the boards, really get at them. And hopefully, like, it, it is a little bit worrying when, when you hear there's a few players coming down with an illness. Because it can spread quite quickly, depending on what it is. We obviously didn't get too much information on it, but to hear that there's three players with illness is a little
0: bit of a worry. Well, there's only two. Uh, Robin Robin Olsen has knee knee issue. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. So it's so, only two players at the chowder. Do we still have Sinisalo on the books? We don't. He's gone to Burton. So Philip Marshall is next man up. Philip Jed Marshall. Steer. What did Jed Steer do again? Oh, he's Achilles, didn't he? He did a bit, yeah, when he
1: was playing for Luton, he did a a bad one last year. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, well, it's
1: Philip Marshall. I just just hope he doesn't have to start. (laughs) Big cuts.
0: Bring back big cuts. Well, there is only
1: 24 players named, so why not put him in there?
0: <laughs> and I tell you something, I'd love to see him come through a crowd. I'd say there'd be, it'd be like bowling ball, ball going through skittles, there'd be none of them standing. He's like he's built like a Hulk at the moment, so like it's uh, it's yeah. uh, it's definitely something I'd love to see big cuts coming through. Um, Absolutely. but look, put it this way we're going to be so good in every other department that they won't have any shot anyway, so they could play John McGinnon goals, as someone said there earlier on. fingers crossed (laughs) fingers crossed fingers crossed i need to stop whatever my camera keeps on zooming in zooming out um i don't know what the story is there paddy do you want to know something we're talking about feelings and opinions and stuff like that here at the moment but how's about we bring a few a few facts to to the table with a segment we like to call stato corner Uh, that's never going to get old. I love it. It's like an old salute kind of uh, um an intro. I love it. But Stato Corner is back. Thank you very much, Dave AFC Stato. As always, if you aren't following him on Twitter, you're doing it wrong. AVFC Stato should be a follow on Twitter. Um, he gets a lot of stick for uh, for telling it like it is because some of the statistics, unfortunately around Aston Villa Football Club, ain't really nice to look at, but we do have some good ones to look at for today because uh, we have some favorable statistics against um. We do have some favourable statistics against uh, Southampton. So let's take a, a couple of looks at a uh, look at a couple of these even. So Aston Villa have won two of their last three Premier League games against Southampton, having won just one of their previous 11 against them. Positive. OK, yeah. green, green okay. sheets recovery. Yeah, we've, yeah. we've got Hasselhootl's number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we do. <laughs> um Next one is Southampton have conceded the first goal in each of their last five Premier League games, but have only gone on to lose twice. 1-0 to both Man United and Wolves. They came from two goals down to draw with Leeds before picking up 2-1 victories over Leicester and Chelsea. I, I, I very much so believe the Chelsea result was an anomaly. Um I very much think that Leeds are like like Leeds Leeds have had some really great performance. Like there's the first first game of the season Leeds played, I looked at it, I think it was the first, maybe it was second. I looked at Leeds and went, Wow, this guy has done unbelievable work with them. They look so drilled and regimented. But in this game against Southampton, they completely fell apart. Yeah. And uh, you know, it it was kind of like Leeds were last season, and, and it takes time for that to come to to, to to weld out of a squad. So for me. It's always good for Aston It's always going to be important that we score first because we never look like we're going to be able to drag back a lead again. Um, so I think for us, it's going to be very important to score first. And as we can see here, they've lost two of their last four of their last five that they've gone down in. And let's make that three of their last six. Hopefully Next, so. we have no side has I found this one bloody amazing, but no side has used fewer players in the Premier League so far this season. Then your own and our own Aston Villa. We've only used 18 players. God be with the days. God be with the days when 18 was like so many players, so many players. And there's a film coming out about that soon. Um, despite this, the villains have made more changes to their starting 11 than any other side so far this season. Uh, so we've made 14 changes to their starting 11. So there you go. We have consistency with the group we're using. We just don't have consistency with the group we're starting that that's good context to know i know we've all known it with our back four and stuff like that but that's good context to know because it, it, it and i'm not saying that it's 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 a reason to go away and say oh well we should all be a bit a bit looser on the manager a bit less less like down on him at the end of the day he's picking the teams so we shouldn't be but it does show that like why sometimes there could be less cohesion but then again it doesn't explain why we've conceded three goals already this season directly after scoring goals ourselves. That's a different issue itself. Mm -hmm. Next statistic. Aston Villa striker Danny Ings has scored four goals in the last three Premier League meetings between the Villains and Southampton at Villa Park which is one of those coming for his current club.
1: But he has only played against them once, I think. I don't think he played in the other game. I could be wrong. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, he has a, he's a habit of doing that, Danny Ings. So, that that will be my pick tomorrow. And that's why I i alluded to the fact that I won't be on the team sheet tantrum. So, I've, I've already picked the team for you ahead of tomorrow, earlier on. So, yeah, it's Danny Ings up front for me and do the business against his old club.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Do I have another one for you guys? I do. I have a bonus one. Despite playing less than half the minutes available so far this Premier League season, two hundred and fifty-three minutes, Danny Ing's had had more shots, eight, and more touches in the in the opposition box, twenty, than any other Aston Villa player. So there you go. That's Team Paddy for you. See, I've been very kind to Team Paddy this week with all Danny <laughs> Ing's propaganda. You know, I've been very kind to him. And I, look, I think I think he could. I think he could play Ing's up front, like unless Watkins is bang 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 on. Right, I think he could play Danny Ings up front because once again, he knows he knows that he's still under the shadow of of the sack. You know, um, yeah. Well, like the the break and the and the one all draw. I don't think that, that covers up uh, a, a, as much as as, as much as, um, as as some people might think. But anyway, that's beside the point, and that's wonderful. Thank you so much, Dave Stato, and thank you so much for the segment that we like to call Stato Call. <laughs> No, oh, we're back. Damn, I took off our screen altogether. There we go. Um, Paddy, you said that you were going to call. Why is my camera zooming in and out? It's really annoying me. Um, Paddy, you said that you were going to call your team. Let's call it. Call it to me now. So, as I say, since you won't be there, won't be here tomorrow because I'd like to digest it and ridicule. I mean, digest it. Um, before uh, tomorrow,
1: yeah. Well, I've given you the front six
0: anyway. Danny, Ingle I, up did, I was, I, 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 I wasn't listening. I heard the Danny Ings sure. part. What's I was there? busy trying to click to see was there another slide on the AVFC stat piece, so go again. Oh, right. we'll, we'll,
1: we'll go back to the start then, so Martin is and goal, fingers crossed. That's a big thing, I think. Um, I'd hate to see a fella making his debut tomorrow. I think that would be a little bit scary and have us sitting a bit deeper. Um, It will be uh, Ashley Young right back, Luca Dean left back, and Mings and Kanza. I think he'll play yeah. Um I think he'll play Den Donker and Camara and then in front of him uh Bailey, Coutinho and Buendia behind Watkins. Behind he probably play behind Watkins but I wanted to beings.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that'll be ballsy tomorrow.
1: I, well, I, I think it needs to be ballsy. I think I think we need to go and knock their socks off tomorrow. I, th- I, I think people, I think people need to be standing throughout the game tomorrow, mm-hmm. singing all the songs, getting into it and enjoying it. And that's the only way to do it: is to play on the front foot, is to have plenty in reserve if they catch it, if they come at us on the break. But I I think that front four is enough there to do damage.
0: Actually, I take back that I think it's ballsy because I forgot you said the Donker and Kamara are going to be in there. Um, mm-hmm. by the way. It's it's nailed from for bubaka to have the envy life tomorrow. I just got my shirt, my wonderful shirt from Kitbag, where you can find uh, a link in the in the podcast notes down here. If you wish to get twenty percent off your fill Villa gear, go to Kitbag. Any shirts and all that kind of crack. You can go there and you can help out the podcast. So there you go. I'm getting professional at this kind of crack. But I did. I just got it in there and I've got Camara 44 on the back of it. And I kind of, I mulled over it and I went, oh, well I got Camara 44 because he's he's most likely going to get Camara 6 next season, like um, <laughs> when Dougie Louise <laughs> goes. So, uh, but I said I'd get the 44 and let everybody know that I was in there on the ground floor with car Camara. But you did say that the two of them were going to be in there. I think that makes a big difference. I think for me, that's a pivotal part. Whatever we if we are playing the front four that are going to be uh, attacking minded, like you mentioned there, Bailey Coutinho Buendia. Whew. Like, I don't think we've seen it so far, I don't think we've ever seen it uh, on nope, the same point. So it would be definitely, nice. not starting. definitely not starting, but it would it might be nice to see that considering we're not going to have, as people have said here, where is it? Um, we're not going to have Ashley Young bombing, uh, bombing forward to the to the level that uh, Maddie Cash has because Maddie Cash will be out injured um, and that would still at least give us uh, three slash four that would we'll be able to stay home mind the house, I think. So it, it, might be, it might be an option. I think maybe that's what he's looking to do when he knows he doesn't have those bodies there just yet to like the likes of the Donker and, and Camaro might allow him to go full court press, I think is what they call it with those four guys up top and then give the other team something to worry about and having to keep people at home when you've got that pace and trickery around you. Um, up there, so look, I'm not going to be against it I think I think every Villa fan wants to see that in Friday Night Lights, but I personally think that Jacob Ramsey would be nailed on to start tomorrow and regardless, I think Brindia won't start tomorrow, regardless of what he does, um, I think uh John McGinn is nailed on to start tomorrow, and that's why I'm going to be Debbie Downer here, and I'm going to say <laughs> hey prepare yourselves for the exact same team that went out against Man City, because he's going to play this belt and braces, and I think he can set the team up, he can set that team up to absorb pressure, and I don't know that he needs to absorb pressure against this this uh, Southampton team because let's not forget they still have Elianusi and and uh, Stuart Armstrong. You know mm. they still are they they still are their attacking intent. Nathan Redmond has gone to gone to Turkey you now. Um, Adam Armstrong is there who always scores against us. Che Adams is a great run of form. Yes, of course they are still mm. there, but they will be relying on the likes of Elianusi and uh, and and Stuart Armstrong still to get things going there and they've always yeah. come up trumps well more often than not come up trumps against aston villa like a so as well as another guy in there a speedster so it's going to be interesting i think the, i think that the two that the two styles here make for a good fight but what they also make for is one team steamrolling the other team to a good effect because we've seen it before southampton have gone into four nil leads against us and you know we came back to 4-3 Uh, uh, previously, when when we first came up, Southampton went, uh, I think they, you know, we we beat them, what, 4-0 last season. So sometimes the styles get mismatched and it ends up one team trusting the other. I really, really think Aston Villa can go out and get a result against Southampton tomorrow. Maybe not a 4-0, but I think they can go out and they can put on a show tomorrow regardless of who they put in the field. Because I think that even though I mentioned that one swallow doesn't make a summer with the one-all, there are players there that need confidence. Esri Konza got would have gotten confidence from Marking Haaland the way he did that game. It wasn't perfect by any means, but I think he would have got confidence and I think the likes of um, uh, Douglas Luiz, Bubakar, Kamara as well would have gotten confidence. And look, we'll see tomorrow when the team shoots is announced.
1: Absolutely, um, um, John Steele says ninety-three watching eleven likes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it, lads. You X out of the live chat, hit Don't the like, sure. and come, back, come back in
0: again. Fair play Don't to be you. shower sure of Remy Gats. Oh, Penny, know what we've forgotten to do completely? Oh my fucking thing! You've forgotten to give away our Tony Daily book. No, you've forgotten. I've forgotten to give away our Tony Daily book. You fill there, son. You tell everybody about your favorite Southampton Aston Villa game you've ever been at. Because I'm sure you've been at us at tons of them. While I randomly pick somebody from the Tony, from the comments in the Tony daily interview here, um, to in a book.
1: My favourite game, my favourite game uh, versus Southampton was at the Dell. Uh, I'm going to say 1996, 97. Um, Andy Townsend scored the five thousand Premier League goal. Oh yeah, and I have his jersey upstairs from that game. <laughs> So uh yeah. So the, that that was a great a great trip, uh good day out on the on the South Coast. Um we got absolutely hammered in the streets by Southampton fans. Um so I had to duck into a pub where they locked us in, which was an awful shame. And we, we sat there we were looking, scrapping. <laughs> you were scrapping, yeah. I wasn't scrapping, I was in the pub looking out the window at it. <laughs> oh, yeah Yeah. yeah. I'm a lover, not a fighter, Neil.
0: <laughs> Patty, no, because my um, pick a number between one and one, two, three, four, four. Pick a number between one and fifty-eight. Three. Oh Jesus! I have to go back up to the top. I, I strategically went into the middle. So one, two, three. A man by the name of Noel Kelleher. Well done. You've won one of the the Tony Daily books. Excellent. No, no, Paddy. I need to go to Twitter and I need to look up this Tony. You go to Twitter. Okay. okay, let's have a look so and see. Keep on talking about the scrap there, Paddy. This, this, okay. would uh, so with so. a chance of
1: UFOs says he wouldn't start McGinn. Needs a few games out of the team. And and look, that's that's one of the reasons why I didn't pick him in the original one. Uh, Alex Roberts. Oh, on, I better read it before I put it up he watched the, the game Southampton versus Chelsea. Um their young centre back cotchup or ketchup however you pronounce yes. it and centre midfield Lavia were immense. Good to know. Yeah, Lavia is
0: really good. it looks like Lavia is actually going to be out. Looks yeah. like he's going to be out as well. Yeah, um, he hasn't scored.
1: So um this is another one that caught my eye. Can JJ play that left uh LF, I presume you're talking about the, the left forward role that I said Buendia and Coutinho start. Yes, I do believe he can. I also believe John McGinn can do it. He does it for Scotland and does it very well. Whether Stephen Jarrett plays him there now is another story, but who knows?
0: Yeah. yeah. Hattie, I need you to pick a number between so many retweets. One, uh, one and 41. One and 41. Number 11. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, ah, eight, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> The Claire Villains have, have oh, the wow. other book. Yeah, Claire Villains. Is that Ali? That's <laughs> Ali. Yeah, that's Ali. Go ahead, <laughs> Ali. So Noel Kelleher wins the first book. All right. And uh, Claire Villains wins the second one. Excellent. Yeah. Thank, you so much. Thank you so much for everybody for uh, the kind words that we had about the Tony Daly interview. It's the first time we've ever had a player or ex-player on the podcast. Uh, I genuinely have to say he's a delightful human being. You know, like we were chatting for about an hour before, I had them. we were chatting for about twenty-five minutes afterwards, and just a sound skin, as we'd call him over here, and and that's nice. I did a co- I was telling him I, I did a couple of interviews with NFL players previously in a previous life. I used to I used to do some um some work in, in in that in that area, and you know it was very frosty. We were told exactly what we could say, what we couldn't say, what pictures we could use, what pictures we couldn't use. And before the interview, I was telling him I was asking him all these questions. Is that man? It can ask me anything. Ask me anything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And then I, I showed him, can we use these pictures? You can use whatever pictures you want to be. I was like, oh, my God, this is so refreshing. This is so much more refreshing. So fair play to him. Uh, really, really, uh, really appreciate his time. And if he is watching this, uh, you know, he know that I mean that because he was a breath of fresh air and, and so candid, candid in these interviews as well. Yeah.
1: Which was great. So We've, uh, I've got this message so many times this week. Ad says we need to get God on. We have been in touch with God. Um, it's not something that God does, but we're hoping that he will. And uh, the, the invite is out there. And uh, we, we we'll pro- if, if we do see him, we'll see him in the next couple of weeks, I'd say. If not, we'll leave
0: him be. And we'll just use his name
1: as our podcast because he is he is
0: God at the end of the he day. Is the he is absolutely the best. The best indeed. Um, I have one more little thing that I was going to mention. Prior to this, um oh yeah, I just wanted to ask and shout out to anybody who's listening or watching the podcast there. Is there anybody going to the game? As I say, we're gonna start how we're gonna finish up how we started because um I'm jealous. I'm je- like, I'm jealous. 90% of the times I do the team sheet tension. When I see all these people going, Oh, I'm just in the concourse. I should be there or whatever. And after the game, I get texts from people going, Oh, I had a crowd of people around me. We were stuffing our face with burgers. or we had four points on, on the table. And You know, we were watching the team sheet tension. <laughs> so, and that's pretty cool. But I, I, Please don't stop sending them because it actually makes me feel connected to the game. But I get serious FOMO and I'm going to get it tomorrow. I don't know why, but tomorrow I'm really missing it tomorrow night because it's in lights. And Simon Bunn is going to be there. Love it, Simon. Simon, keep us updated. And if you can tune into the team sheet tantrum tomorrow, let us know what the atmosphere is like. Because I always want, I've never been, sorry, I tell a lie. I've been at a midweek under lights game when Aston Villa played Bolton in the League Cup, I think in about 2010. Ten or eleven, and Chris Eagles went to town. It was under McLeish. Went to town on Aston Villa, and I think we lost three one. So, um, I want to hear of good nights under under lights at Villa Park. So, yeah. um, absolutely. let so us let us know, let us
1: know <laughs> if you well, I've an invited to the pub tomorrow night, <laughs> John. If I if I get back from work in time. And I can get out there. I will do my utmost to get out there and we'll 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 share a point and a few stories and we'll see
0: how it goes. And I know Sinitz pretty well. I used to live around the corner from Sinnetz before I moved up here. So fine establishment. They'll treat <laughs> you well inside a great place to watch a Monster rugby match as well. Um right, so guys, we're gonna leave it there. We're gonna do it. It's quarter past 10. ten. Congratulations once again and get in contact with us again, Noel Kelleher. Uh, please get in contact with us. Uh, hit me up on Twitter. Twitter's probably the best place to find me because sometimes I don't remember to check Instagram or, or Facebook. So Twitter, if I, in case anybody ever, ever wants to find me, is probably the best place to find You don't remember? No, I think it's
1: because uh, you just don't like either of them.
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm going to be really honest. I, I, I get a rash. I break out in a rash when I go on Facebook, and, and Instagram is close to that as well. Um, so Claire Villains, I'm sure, Paddy, you'll let, you let Ali know. I um, oh, will. Exactly. But thanks so much, everybody. Ooh, as my camera zooms in and out. Thanks so much, everybody, for entering. Thanks so much, as I say, for the kind words about the Tony Daly interview. We'll be back again tomorrow at 6.50 for the um, Team Sheet Tantrum. Um, it will be an abridged one because I am going to the pub for pints tomorrow. And I must put it out there, when the Connacht lines, When the Connacht Lions meet, Villa are yet to lose. So um, I've just... Just jinxed it, but still, it, it is true. When the Connacht Lions meet are yet to lose, we've one draw and one win so far. So hopefully we can keep that up tomorrow. And if regardless, we will probably get a post match podcast from outside Saint Nicholas's Church again because that was a fine, comfy seat uh, outside <laughs> that church as well. So and if it not rain and tomorrow, we'll definitely get it from there. But thanks everybody so much for for watching and for listening. If you like the podcast, really appreciate it. If you are following us in the audios and the, our audio platforms as well even if you just want to just click in there subscribe you don't even need to listen to us there still all part of the algorithm and if you are subscribed and you do like us and you want to leave us a five star review and leave us a little written review there on the audio side of things that all helps out the podcast as well and it costs you nothing to do it so that'd be cool if you could do that um i am going to plug the kit bag link in the in the 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 notes for this podcast as well if you are thinking of getting anybody some that's someone special something for christmas there is 20 percent off i think there might even be 25 percent off on some things at the moment if you purchase from That link, we do get a small bit of a kickback to help us keep going the podcast going. So, open transparency here on that one. But there is a a 20% uh, discount um, in that link below. Anyway, I've said too much. Villa are going to beat Southampton tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to it. We'll see you tomorrow for the Team Sheet Tantrum. And until then, all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa.